This is the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast, episode number 114. Hey guys, Bruce from the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast on this live Saturday morning, going over a little Q&A session we have going on here. I'm going to answer two questions that I've received over the, this week. Uh, one about Instagram and Snapchat, how to reach a younger slash older demographic, how do you interact with them? And then one about reviews. I've gotten a lot of questions lately about reviews on Yelp, either bad reviews or inaccurate reviews, and how do you combat against that? Before I get into those two questions and answer that on the show today, a couple housekeeping things we have going on over here at the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast. Uh, pizza Assurance, one of the sponsors of the show. Pizza Assurance, if you're looking for insurance for your pizza delivery, you should definitely go check out PizzaAssurance.com. Pizza Assurance is the only solution customized specifically for busy pizza restaurants. Friend of the show, you should definitely go check them out at PizzaAssurance.com. Also, I was recently named, which was flattering, one of the top 35 restaurant experts to watch in 2017 by the Toast Tab blog, which was cool. You know, that's something that was unexpected. And, you know, we do the podcast over here to help you grow your business. We want to talk to professionals, marketing experts, and the best pizza experts in the world to help you grow your business. So to get recognized by the folks over at the blog over there was great. Uh, I, I posted it on, on Facebook, so you can go check out that blog. Some great professionals. If you're looking to grow or who to watch or who to what blogs to read or podcasts to listen to or experts to pay attention to in 2017, that's definitely one great curated post of who you should follow uh, for this year. I uh, just interviewed the Bill Oakley from the Pizza Expo who runs the Pizza Expo the other day, so that episode is going to be coming out. I got a lot of questions about that lately. Should you... Go to the Pizza Expo. Is it something that you have to go to every single year, year after year, if you've been there last year? And also, what's new and upcoming uh, and what they're excited about over there for this year's Pizza Expo? We will be there this year. We'll probably be broadcasting live a little bit from there. Um, this latest episode that just came out two days ago was with uh, Brady and Natalie from the Mid-Atlantic Restaurant Expo, which I'll be speaking at, which is next week. So if you're listening to this when it comes out on the 21st of January, 2017, that expo is the 29th, I believe. I'll be speaking at that event. So if you're there in Ohio or I think it's in Columbus, Ohio, if you're there, come say hello. I'll be at th- I'll be speaking at 3 o'clock on Sunday at that expo. I uh, got a lot of great feedback, too, from our last two interviews we did, one with Jay Jarrier of Cane Rosso and Sean Browser of formerly of Romeo's in now Pizza Fire. A couple different aspects. Great entrepreneurs, pizza entrepreneurs who have built great businesses, and they've come at it from a little bit of a different angle. Sean, smart guy, started it, one location, kind of failed, learned from that, got back into it with Romeo's, built it up to a franchise, saw the difference in the market coming when it goes to takeout delivery to more of a fast casual, transitioned into a new company, and has built two successful companies, franchise models, off of that uh, information that he gained over the years. Jay, on the other hand, was in a different, he was a corporate guy, you know, IT guy, corporate, and then bought a food truck, bought a brick and mortar, and then through kind of social media and blogging and getting recognition, built that into, you know, many successful restaurants in Texas now. So great feedback from those two episodes, great interviews with those guys. I had a lot of fun doing that. Uh, Okay. So the two things that I want to talk about today is, one, I got a couple questions. I sent out an email on last week, Thursday, I think. We're just asking, hey, you know, we're working on a lot of things for the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast here. What do you want to hear on the show in 2017? You know, is there any specific topic 
or thing that you're looking for help with that we can help you with on the show. And two things came back more than anything else. People wanted to figure out how they can reach people on Snapchat and Instagram. And then one was, I got quite a few, not just on this past email, but I get questions about this all the time, is how do you combat bad reviews on Yelp or any you know bad or negative review or maybe an inaccurate review that you can get? So those are the two questions that I'm going to be tackling today. So the first one was, I'd love the strategies on employing Snapchat. Seems like a good way of interacting with your core audience, but not sure how we do that in practice. And then on a similar one, it says, how could you use Instagram and Snapchat to target adults? These apps are geared towards a much younger age group that eat pizza, but can't necessarily pay the bill. And I agree on that, but sometimes you have to reach the younger demographic to have them influence the parents on where they want to eat. Because, you know, I have kids myself, and sometimes we'll say, hey, you want to get pizza? They say, where do you want to go? And the kids will have some ideas. You know, my kids aren't heavy social media users. They're a little bit younger, but my sister's children are heavy social media users, and they follow restaurants and pizzerias that are cool and hip and show you some good stuff. And I think that by doing that, you can reach the younger demographic, and they definitely have some sort of influence on the parents of where they want to eat. So I think the mistake people make is you try to reach who you want to reach on the platform that they may not be on. So if you want to reach an older demographic, you're not going to use Snapchat. It's just going to waste your time. What you want to do with these different social media platforms is use them in the way that the people who are using them are consuming information on them. And older people aren't necessarily on Snapchat. So if you're trying to reach an older demographic, don't try to convince people who follow you to follow you on Snapchat just because that's who you want to reach. Use Snapchat to reach the people who are on Snapchat. And then by doing that, you can grow your audience that way. I think it's a little bit of a mistake to try to reach people who aren't there on a snap and then try to figure out how to reach them on a platform that they're not using. So don't do it that way. Um, Instagram is a different story though. I think there is an older demographic on Instagram and I think it's growing. I think in 2017 where Instagram stories started and, uh, the daily users for Instagram stories is up over a hundred million. So a hundred million people are using Instagram stories and the age demographic on Instagram is growing. Um, I don't know if that's necessarily going to be the case on Snapchat. I think that if you want to get an audience on Snapchat, it's definitely going to be, you want to target the younger generation there. And some tips for that was is consistently put out content. Document what you're doing on your day, whether it be in the restaurant or in your real life. Document on Snapchat what you're doing and be consistent about it. There's nothing worse than following a company who's very sporadic about what they do on there. You know, if you like, we put out the podcast episode, we put out one or two episodes a week. We try to do it consistently every week. If we put out a podcast episode every three weeks, you know, you may forget about us. And that's sometimes what happens on these social networks too. If you're not super consistent with it, people tend to have really short attention spans and they move on really quickly. So if you're on Snapchat, show the day-to-day operations. And if you don't have any content, don't just ignore the network altogether. Interact, go on there. And people who have interacted with you in the past, go view their stories or their snaps. Comment on them, give them a thumbs up, give them a smiley face, interact with them on theirs. So that way, even if you don't, have content. It's a slow content day. They still remember who you are and what you do because you've interacted with them. So I would use it that way. So don't try to reach a demographic on these social networks who aren't there, first of all. And then if you make sure that you produce content consistently, and if you're low on content, go interact. 
and those are my three tips for how you use those two social platforms. On the bad review thing, here's the thing. 10 good reviews can overwhelm one bad review. And I think that what happens is we as restaurateurs, and I say we because I was a former restaurateur, well, tend to be passive on the reviews. We wait till someone leaves us a review, and then we overanalyze it, whether that be good or bad. And I think that if you're proactive about how you go about your reviews, you can totally dominate the scene on your Yelp page by being proactive and going to grab those reviews rather than wait for them to come to you. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean that if you ask every single customer for a review, they'll give you reviews. One of the strategies that we try to implement is we try to follow up with people who ordered either the day before or two days before. And then that's through email. So if you have an online ordering platform, when someone orders from you today, tomorrow, ask them how their order was. If they reply to you and say, hey, everything was great, ask them for a review. Say, hey, it would help me out tremendously if you could go here and leave me a quick review. Now, make sure that it's super easy for them to do that. Either link to where you want them to go or make sure that you are specific about where you want them to leave that review. Don't just be general and say, hey, could you leave me a review? Make it as easy as possible for them to go and leave you a review where you want them to leave it. And they'll do it. Not every single person will do it, but one out of five will. And then you're being proactive with your reviews. And then you'll see your Yelp go up because you'll get more reviews that way. And then you'll see the the difference between the bad ones or the good ones separate a little bit. So you'll get much more good ones because you're asking the people who said they had a good experience to leave a review. So they're going to go leave a good one. And the negative ones won't matter as much because you'll have gotten more good ones. And I do that with this podcast. You know, a lot of people email me um, and I'll ask them to leave me a review on Stitcher or iTunes. And you just got to ask. Don't be afraid to ask for a review if someone says, hey, I enjoyed going to your restaurant. Everything was great. You know, we see these people on their Facebook pages too. Hey, loved your pizza. It was awesome. Reply back. Say, thank you so much. If you could do me a huge favor, it would really help me out a ton. Could you just leave me a review right here on Facebook or on Yelp or somewhere else? And I think if you do that, you'll def- it'll definitely work. And then you'll see those negative reviews not matter as much. You're always going to get trolls. And I think we spend way too much time thinking about the negative people out there. You're not going to please everyone. Not everybody is going to like you. It's okay. It's okay if not every single person likes you. It's okay with that. Just be fine with it. So that's what I think on that. And I think that if you do that, you're going to see tremendous results. Now, it's going to take time, so have a little bit of patience. Okay, that was a quick show today. I just want to answer and address those two points. I don't want to sit on here too, too long. I know everybody's busy. It's Saturday. We've got the playoffs this weekend. But thank you so much for joining. Check out our mastermind group. If you want more information on that, you can go to smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash mastermind. You want to network and meet with other restaurant owners who are growing their businesses and doing great things. Action takers in these groups, no passive people in there. And then also, if you want information about our marketing platform, Smart Pizza Marketing Solutions, zip code exclusive. So we're, we're kind of filling up pretty quick. But if you want to see if our product is available in your market, head over to smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash zip. You can upload your name, your email, your phone number, and your zip code. And we'll reference that, see if it's available. We'll set up a call. We'll set up a demo with you and see how that goes. Um, if you need anything from me, Bruce at smartpizzamarketing.com. Yeah, I think that's it. Bruce at smartpizzamarketing.com. Yeah, that's my email. You can email me any of your questions or comments you have, any 
specific people you want on the show, anything you want to see in the future, whether that be a topic or a specific guest that we should get on. Love to hear from you there. Follow me on Twitter at Irving Media. I am on Instagram at Smart Pizza Marketing and on Snapchat at Smart Pizza Tips. On Snapchat, we show a little behind the scenes of what we're doing with our marketing. It's been a little slow lately because we're pretty busy with our clients and everything, but uh, we'll get back on that pretty soon. We've uh, onboarded quite a few clients in the last couple of weeks, so we're going to get back on the Snapchat train and show you behind the scenes of what's going on over at the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast and also what we're doing with our clients on Facebook, on Instagram, on Snapchat that's working, and you can kind of see and kind of copy that and take it from there. So thank you guys so much for watching. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to either listen to this on the podcast or watch this on a video. It means a lot to me. Hopefully this is helping you in your business, in your journey. Thanks so much for watching, and we'll see you next week.